video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your Scottish weekly dose of all things gaming. Jess and Craig here, and this week we are also joined by Donny once again, here to run through this week's news, which, as the title may suggest, is GTA heavy. The Gran Turismo movie is in full speed as well. There's a playable demo for Wulong Fallen Dynasty and lots more news to talk about as well. We're also going to share the games that we have been playing, and our film review this week is Barb wire yeah oh yeah <laughs> thrilled to be talking about that uh, we'll also look at this week's bin nominations and of course pick of the week as well we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast if you don't already and make sure you are following our socials as well for the latest updates and yeah that's my intro done hi hello hello donny is this your third podcast this week <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Infecting the airwaves. I know, I know. I'm clearly a popular guy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three this week. Um, so, uh, your, missus, was... your missus will start, be starting to think you've got like a long distance relationship going over Skype or something. She'll be thinking, how's he not getting paid for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fuck's sake. How are you both? I'm all right. Hungry. Have you not eaten? Supper yet, no? Oh, yes, we're supposed to do a weekly weigh-in, Craig. That's I did my fucking weigh-in this morning. Right, well, share with the listeners. I'm down two pounds. Well, which done. I was, well done. I don't think it is well done. Like, I, I suppose it technically is, but I was expecting more. No, that's good. Because you, you, two pun a week is healthy weight loss. Anything more than that can be unhealthy, so two is fine. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, I, I had to look at it, and two, if I continued on at two pounds a week, I would reach my goal by the beginning of December. There you go. It's on track for where we want it to be, Craig, so... I know, but I don't know. I just... I've been through hell this week and back, you know? <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Like, I almost feel like I should be at my goal already. Like, yeah. I've eaten greens. I've missed out on chocolate. I have scaled back takeaways. Like, it's been really quite something. Like, I'm... Wait, we'll all feel for you. You should. <laughs> I'm 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 looking forward to the day that Barcelona top fits. To be honest with you, that's absolutely so. rude because it fits fine. <laughs> Apart from my bulging muscles, that's all. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm fucking. I, see, to be fair, most of the time I haven't actually felt hungry. I've been alright, but uh, there's certain times like I had my dinner. We had dinner tonight, and after that, I was way more hungry than when I started. Like it was almost like the floodgates opened when I started eating. Sometimes um, that's just in your head, though, Craig. I know, I know, I know. But I've been doing the right. I've been doing the right things. Like when I have been eating, I've been eating high protein. Like I am, it's going all right. But it's just, it's just a bit hard. Get yourself some like whey protein and stuff. Oh, I've got some. Aye, meal suppressant, shit like that. Yeah, actually, I tried this. I was in a garage the other day, and I just saw these 
fucking drinks and I usually just avoid it like a plague but it was it was like some sort of said like it was a meal replacement and I was in the mood at the time so I was like ah fuck it I'll buy one of them uh, and it was actually really nice it was alright it was called Huel oh yeah 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 Huel yeah um, they were alright actually it wasn't too bad yeah I mean obviously that that, that shit's expensive and it adds up you're better off obviously just buying big fucking kilo containers yourself you know uh, aye. things like my protein and that are decent but I said a lot of them are good now. It's not like it was in the nineties with SlimFast and it was fucking horrible that shit, you know? Yeah. The options. I, yeah, options I always, I always quite I always quite like like I don't mind like drinking a lot of protein and stuff like that. The the problem that like it's easier coming into the winter, but seeing the summer because I'm out in the van all day, like I I can't drink protein with water. I have to have it with milk. Like it just at the consistency of it when you put mix it with water, I just cannot. It gives me the bulk. Um, but it's so much harder to maintain like a pint of milk or something like that when it's fucking boiling, whereas yeah. in the winter it's freezing and it's easier to do. I mean, when, when was the last time you used like powdered protein then? Because we see well, nowadays, see with water, it's absolutely fine if you get the right stuff. Oh, I still can't stand it. Oh, really? Because the thing is, a, a pint of milk with weight protein, you'd as well just fucking drinking a can of Coke, you know? <laughs> that's well, a downside to doing that. That's what I drink with it. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it's going well. Down two pounds, and I'll continue to report back. Okay. Ideal. Ideal. So, what else has been happening? Fuck all. Just been busy all weekend. Had my kids at the weekend. It was busy. It was uh, it was Call of Duty Fest all weekend. Um, and then, obviously, like I said, recording three podcasts. So, <laughs> yeah, busy. Right. busy. You've not had as much of a as Dan Allen then. Absolutely fucking not. Um, and, and in a way, I'm not in a position of power like him when he's got numerous MDAs that he's deciding just to fucking break. So. I don't know mm. the story to fill me in. Yeah, so he's a prominent YouTuber. I think he's got about 350,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yep. Uh, he used to do guides, but he's moved into sort of other stuff now, hasn't he? He's done a lot of... He does a lot of different stuff. It used to kind of exclusively be guides, but he's moved okay. into Let's Plays, interviews, stuff like that. He's quite a really He's getting your eyes. Ah, a pretty big name, yeah, to be honest pretty, with you. Yeah, pretty big personality these days. Like the, yeah. the first time I became aware of him was because he was like the absolute master at Sifu. Um, right. I mean, obviously everyone knew him before then, but that, was when, that was when I became aware of him. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't even know about this, but there was a Twitter account called The Real Insider that had been leaking accurately a bunch of different stuff before it happened. Okay. And um, how long ago did this ha- did this kick off? Oh, in the last within the last like six months, even less than that, I think, because a lot of it's obviously Assassin's Creed information, which is fairly re- recent. Yeah, and was it yesterday you get busted? Uh, Sunday, Monday, or Sunday or Monday? Sunday or Monday. Uh, yeah. So basically, what happened was it was this guy Dan Allen who was getting. All, he obviously gets sent stuff as I suppose we do as well, like with NDAs attached, like okay. uh, before it becomes public. And it was him that had this account, and he was the one, the real insider, leaking the information on this Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And so at one point he sent out a tweet by mistake, logged into the wrong account oh. and has been busted. Yes, big style. And obviously Jason Schreier was, was on top of it and he started noticing patterns, didn't he? And, and going back at old tweets and stuff and wording was very similar and, mm-hmm. and the way he kind of punctuated. So he kind of busted them as well. 
Yeah, and so then today, apparently at first he deactivated his Twitter account, then he came back and he's put up a statement that reads, I'm sorry to everyone for my actions. I'm ashamed and disappointed in myself. I'll be taking some time to reflect on my poor decisions, which will never occur again. To everyone that has supported me over the years, I am truly sorry I let you down. Also, also known as, sorry I got caught. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're uh, not fucking sorry, you're sorry you get caught. Correct. He'd have carried on breaking NDAs forever until he could get away with it. So, yeah, at that's, it. That's the thing. Like these people, like it's, it's look. It's not just exclusive to him. Everyone's the same in that position. You are only sorry when you get caught. Like, yeah. and it's easier to just do it and then beg for forgiveness after. But um, yeah. I mean, you could, the guy could be in legal trouble over that. Oh, there's no, there's no way Ubisoft doesn't sue. Surely, fuck. Surely, Ubisoft don't go after him. You would think so. I mean, it's oh. not. Even, it wasn't even just Ubisoft stuff. There was a few other things as well, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I just don't. I don't see any outcome that he doesn't get legal action at all. I just. I don't understand it. Like, I can. I would almost get it if it was like a total nobody that was just looking for attention. But the guy yeah. gets plenty of fucking attention. Uh, so, what's the motive behind it? Yeah. What did What did he What did he gain from doing this? He's already got thirty thousand Twitter followers and a quarter of a million subscribers on 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 YouTube. Yeah. What, what was this gaining in any way? I've no idea. Yeah. Like, what was the end goal? It just yeah. seems so bizarre. It must have just been like a thrill he got off it or something like that that has now backfired spectacularly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think, in fact, someone in our Discord had said that the most recent videos he was doing was he was playing through Red Dead Redemption 2 with, or was it Red Dead Redemption 1? One, 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 with, one with, with John Marsden, yeah. Uh, the, the guy that played John Marsden. I know. Like, so, so he's literally, like, he's, he's getting these famous people on mm-hmm. and playing with them, and, I mean, that's all fucked now. Yeah. Oh, God, you wouldn't touch my barge pole. Yeah. What an yeah. idiot. Yeah, very, very strange to, to, to basically blow his, because he, he, he's now blacklisted. No publisher sends him a code ever again. He is basically um, what's the fucking what's that reviewer called? Um, it hates PlayStation. Uh, the Steviver site. Steviver, yeah, he's basically Steviver now. You know, no one's <laughs> going fucking near him. Um, you just think you've, you've blown everything yeah. for what? You know, for for a stupid account with a few thousand followers that gained you nothing. Why would you throw like like podcasters? That make money, YouTubers make money. This is a it's a privilege. People would love to be in that position. You you would love to be fucking making money off this huge money and retire early, whatever. Like exactly. it's so privileged, and it's just like you've gone and thrown it away, and just you've put you've given everyone else who does this honestly a bad name as well. Yeah, just a dick. Just a guy's a dick. Definitely. I mean, he's given guys like Jeff Grubb a bad name, and that's saying something. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah. Even even rent a grub is uh, is more honest than that, you know. Yeah, like you say, I just there was absolutely no upside to it because no matter how big the, the the Twitter account got, he could never, unless he obviously made the mistake he did, he could never admit to it. So he could never benefit from it in any way. Nope. So weird. Very strange. Yeah. So obviously it's old news now, but state of play happened last week. Anybody get any thoughts? Wasn't a huge amount for me personally, but what was there I thought looked pretty good. I thought Tekken 8 looks so good and really smooth. Yeah. Um, again, I've not played Tekken since Tekken 3, not my cup of tea, but that's what I thought it looked really good. I don't quite understand the, what's the word? The, the, the loving that's coming for Rise of Ronin. I'm just like, 
enough. So it's Team Ninja. I'm just like, all right, so Neo 3 then. While you're also making Wulong, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I mean, it may not just yeah. be negative. No, I, I can get that. Like, I mean, I, I did like the look of it. Like, it spoke to me more than like Wulong or one of those type of games. It seemed a little bit more grounded, but it is obviously going to be another one of these like Souls-like games. So yeah. I'm looking at it and going, I really like the look of this, but I know that I'm not going to get on with the gameplay. Same. I'm, yeah, I'm exactly the same. Which is just fucking annoying. Like, I get that Elden Ring was a fucking 97, but we mm. don't need every third game to be one of these type of games now. Like, I've got a very similar thought with the... Uh, Pinocchio game. What's, yeah. What's that called again? Rise, Rise of P. Yeah. Like, I think it looks great and I really, Rise want, of P. I, Rise I really want to play it, but I'm like, again, I, I just, I've not got enough. I, I, I try to play a lot of games for this podcast and like, I try to have a variety in what I'm doing and I don't have a month to dedicate solid to one game and that's what I feel like I would have to do to any of these to have yes. any shot at it. Yeah. And it's just fucking depressing that there, there's so many of these type of games coming. Like yeah. maybe they'll be different. Maybe they'll have difficulty options. Maybe they'll have accessibility options. But if they don't, like I'll try them. But I, I can see me tapping out pretty early. Yeah, the the, the soul stuff. I don't know. Obviously, I beat Elden Ring. They just they don't do anything for me. Uh, Lies of P. I, I put that in the same category. That that wall long. I know the demo's out. I'm not even bothering trying the demo i just know i'm just not really going to like it and this for me just kind of looks all very similar but i do see the appeal i get why people do like them but yeah it's just it's, it's not for me personally looks good visually looks very very good yeah, as you'd expect yeah. as you'd expect we're in this generation of ps5 series x now where if you're making a if you're making a third person type game it's going to look good isn't it otherwise what's pretty the point much. yeah so, yeah. yeah pretty much yeah. Ragnarok, Ragnarok looks fucking incredible. By the way, I just thought it looked like more God of War. Like, not that that's a bad thing, but I didn't think it looked like it didn't look like a generational leaper in that to me. I think what doesn't help is the fact that God of War twenty eighteen. Like, I, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm kind of replaying little bits you know, here mm. or there just now, and that still looks absolutely incredible. I just think it's oh, fact yeah. that, that that sets such a high standard. Like coming back to Red Dead, obviously, like Red Dead two visually looks fucking amazing. If Red Dead three came out tomorrow. It wouldn't look much better, really, because Red Dead Two looks so far good and good. And I just think God of War is kind of in that category where there's not going to be a big leap because it stretched the PS4 as it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, I, I agree with that. Like, I just, I, I think, see, because I'm lower on God of War than most people, well, almost than, everyone, than, than everyone, like, than everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I presume that I will also have similar feelings towards this. I think I'll enjoy it, but I don't think it's going to be anything that blows me away. I, yeah, I, I can see me and you falling out in November, to be honest with you. you know? <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have it out on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are, you, are you getting the controller? No. How? I just, right, this is one thing that I did want to bring up. Right. It just looks like a standard half blue, half white controller. I honestly do not understand why people were excited about it. Well, well, it's also the, the it's also the the graphics on the uh, on the um, on the bottom. What do we call it? The, the, the yeah. stupid wee logo that's on the touchpad. The touchpad. There we go. Yes. Yeah. It's that. I, it I didn't great. think I didn't think it looked anywhere near as good as the standard black controller they brought out. I think secretly what the issue is, Craig, is that you love my pink one too much because the pink, the pink barely, one looks the pink one looks oh, nicer than that barely, white one. Barely no. use the white ones. You're always nicking my nice pink one. 
I just rotate whenever whatever one's got battery in it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need to with the dual sense, don't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I really I didn't get the thing with the controller at all. Uh, I just I thought it looked like a standard controller. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've already got two controllers. I don't really need a third one. But when it comes out, I might be like, hmm, yes. One thing I might need soon is an Xbox controller. Unless we can, we've got our, our Series X controller. There's two buttons on it that just see how the X, Xbox controller is quite clicky. Like with ah, the it's buttons. horrible. Yeah, it's a horrible controller. Yeah. I, well, I don't mind it. I hated that at first because it was quite noisy. But you sort of get used to the feedback on it. But I think it was our daughter had been playing with it, and I don't know what she's done. But see now, sometimes two of the buttons take a little bit to bounce back. Like it's oh, just right. like a split Sticking. second. I I don't know what it is, but she I maybe just... spilt something on it. <sighs> That's what I'm starting to think. It's, mm-hmm. It does. It's like you could press the A button ten times, and it would happen once out of the ten yeah. times. But it's enough that it's really frustrating. If it and is so... liquid, it should wear off. It should wear I off. I might go in with like a needle and do like a deep clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this was two months ago this happened and we haven't been able to sort it. I was thinking maybe like oh, right. 40 in it or something like that, something that's not going to wreck the controller. Mm. But otherwise, a new one's getting bought. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Design pop- labs. Design labs, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you could put the uh, Pure Gaming logo on it, of course. Well, that's if I if we have to get a new one, we'll definitely design lab and a mm-hmm. Pure Gaming one. Mm. Definitely. That, yeah, I thought... Um, Hogwarts Legacy still looks good. I don't want to see any more, to be honest with you. I think we've seen enough now. Um, but it looks good. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. And I, I, I totally, I don't think we need to see any more. Yep. Like, in fact, when we were watching it last week, like, the first thing I said when it popped up was, do we have to see this fucking thing at every yeah. single event? <laughs> do, you, do you remember this time last year with Deathloop? Remember, they fucking sold the ass out I... of that. Everything was Deathloop. More Deathloop. It ended up being a fucking great game. But I, I was of the opinion or the theory that they were showing it off so much because it was shit. I remember being, I was in that camp going, this is obviously not good. They're just they're throwing this everywhere, but obviously it turned out to be a great game. Yeah. But yeah, we're kind of seeing that now with Hogwarts, aren't we? And I don't want that to happen with Ragnarok. I now don't want to see any more. I'm done. November can now come. We're not far away now. Odin's Day is coming. I think we'll get a wee bit more, but I don't think they're going to show a lot. I won't watch it though. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I've seen what I need to see. Show me no more. Yeah, we're not going to get into the whole, you know, Sony, Microsoft, but we did get a question in from Amy regarding the saga, and she said, do you think that Sony making the deal so awkward for Microsoft could backfire in the long run? Is there not a chance that by the time the deal goes through, Microsoft just want to get back at them? It's possible. Yeah, I'd like to say I don't think Sony's making it awkward for Microsoft, the CMA, Brazilian authorities, Europe are looking into it because that's their job to do so. Obviously, Sony's bringing out pretty childish and pretty hypocritical comments on it, I must say, which doesn't really help their cause. In the long run, to be honest with you, no, I don't. I don't think Microsoft will cut off their nose despite their face. I don't believe for a second that um, that, um, Call of Duty is not going to remain on PlayStation forever. It's worth too much money. A quarter of Activision's turnover is Call of Duty sales on PlayStation. You don't throw that yeah. away if you're going to put Call of Duty on Game Pass. You're going to, you're going to spend $100 million developing every, every Call of Duty. Give it for free on Game Pass and not make the money back. Sony are basically paying your development costs. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Throwing throwing that away is loot. I know, I know, I know. You know, Microsoft are funding Xbox and and it's a and it's a cash grab, whatever you want to call it. 
But no, surely it just doesn't make business sense at all. I don't believe it'll happen. I, like I say, I definitely don't think it's going to happen, but I just, there's a little bit inside me that, like, Microsoft are the only company that could possibly do it. And I don't think, based on what Sony have done so far, that they'll do it. But depending how far it goes, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, and what you've got to remember as well is, like, at the moment, like, Microsoft are saying we'll keep Call of Duty on PlayStation until 2027. Like, yeah. the landscape could be completely different in 2027 just, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. just because a quarter of Call of Duty's revenue is coming from PlayStation today. That could be completely different come 2027. And I think that's why they don't want to make a deal to say we'll always have it on PlayStation. Because if that landscape's different, then then they'll be like, get fucked. And they'll, yeah. they will take it away. I I wonder because obviously you know CMA and EU are obviously investigating this and you know neither of them have got any power over over US companies to veto the deal. Obviously they they can refuse it and then advise the American um, market and whatever their organisation is called. But it doesn't have there's no authority or power. But they could have the power to maybe put some conditions in to say, well, listen, we'll allow you to sell your product in the EU and the UK if you keep this on long. You know they they can put things in place. They're mm. never going to refuse it. But they could put conditions in. That could potentially happen. But it's a lot of ifs and buts. Inevitably, the deal will go through. Everyone's going to make a lot of fucking money. And we'll all have games to play. Yeah. I mean, I just <laughs> I, I continue to say that there's too many people that are going to get too rich off of this for it not to go through. Yeah. And so it's fucking going to go through. Yeah. I, I'm, still, I'm still in that 1% camp that doesn't believe Call of Duty will go on Game Pass anyway. I know I'm probably. Yeah. I know I know I'm wrong. I know I'm going to be proved to be wrong. But I've just got that little bit going. They don't need to, and they've never said they've never said they will. They've never said that game will go on Game Pass. The first party stuff, yes, historically has, but we'll see. That's a little they, bit of me. A little bit. They could also section it up, but they could put some of it on Game Pass. Yeah, and then yeah. they could sell some of it like a la carte. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not. I just don't see why they throw because people people who play Call of Duty on Xbox happily pay seventy pound every year, two years for it. And they'll continue to keep doing that regardless who owns it. They're not going to suddenly go, I'm not paying for an Xbox because Microsoft own it now. They'll continue to buy it. Call of Duty is Call of Duty. It's the biggest game in the world. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, what, what, anyone get any thoughts on this upcoming third-person mode for Resident Evil Village? I didn't obviously well, slot... Out because I don't do Yeah, I didn't really slot so... it into the news... Because it's not news, but they did sort of like there's been some sort of murmurings about it, and yeah, I think it's quite interesting. It's nice to kind of go back to the original roots. I, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I like the fact that they put first person in the last two games to obviously, you know, the Resident Evil franchise, I'm not saying it was dead, but it wasn't what it was when we were younger. So they kind of mixed it up, which is which is a good thing to do, but I think this will appease a lot of the Resident Evil fans having the third person mode in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could maybe try and get you involved for Halloween, Jess. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, I, like I was reading a little thing there, and they said that like they had an interview with, I think it was the producer, and he said that it was basically the equivalent of almost having to make the game again. Mm. Like for all these people that mm. are like, I don't know, why can't they just add a third person mode to Cyberpunk? Why can't they just add like a third person mode to this? It's not as easy as that. It really yeah. isn't. What and doesn't a, help? a lot of the game has to be reworked. Yeah, what doesn't help is a lot of the a lot of the sort of first person games that throw in a third person mode, they tend to be pretty jank as well. Fallout. 
Fallout, um, the, the the demo or the beta at the weekend for the Call of Duty, the third person mode is jank as fuck. Um, so that doesn't really help either. Yeah. It, needs a, it needs a lot of time and investment for to appease a few fans, you know? Yeah, definitely. But then it's made a lot of money, so fuck it, you know? Okay, so you mentioned Call of Duty earlier. You've been playing that, I assume? Yeah, so... Um, it was the open, well, not the open, the the early access beta at the weekend there. And I mean, I've said this before, I've, I've not played Call of Duty since the 360. Not my cup of tea at all. But I thought, do you know what? Broaden your horizons a bit, try it. It's a fucking free demo, basically. See what you think. And there's been a few of us playing it since Friday night on the Discord. And I'm kind of hooked. I'm like, this is fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm proud of myself. Or ashamed. And that's a regular conundrum for me, by the way. Yeah, that's a daily occurrence for you. I, I call them Fridays. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really fucking good. It plays really well. It looks great as well. Like, you know, graphically brilliant, performance-wise great. Um, and it's just, it's a lot of fun, I have to say. You know, like, we've had a few teams. There's been me, Tam on the Discord. Uh, Jim's been there as well. Uh, Fluffers has been there a few times. Really good. Um, so I I can see me sticking with it. I must say that it's it's weekend two of the early access this weekend, right. and you can you can then level up from level sixteen to thirty. I'm sure it is. So it was it was capped at fifteen for this weekend. You see. So did you reach cap? Oh, I reached it within first um, the first night really. Wow. So yeah, by Saturday, yeah by Saturday, it's not difficult though. I think that they've done that on purpose. They've made right. it quite generous. To the point that it's too generous, because I, I was there by Saturday morning. Yeah, launched on mm-hmm. Friday night, Saturday morning I was there. You can still level up your guns between then and obviously it finishing tonight, six o'clock a few hours ago, two days ago when you listen to this. Um, but I, they could have maybe made it level 30 this weekend, mm-hmm. maybe like another 30 next weekend. I don't know, could have done something, because it does seem a bit easy. But Enjoying it, going to stick with it. We'll see if I get it on release or not. Very interesting that obviously like you hadn't played Call of Duty in so long, but as soon as uh, Microsoft are linked with it, obviously you <laughs> notoriously <laughs> been on Big Phil's dick. Just straight the, on it, no the, the, the power of Big Phil, you see, that's what yeah, it is. He just he just he just hooked me in. That smile. <laughs> mm. Complete bot. Completely bought, yeah. And um I've also been playing a bit of Metal Gear Solid as well. Oh, have you started? Mm, started it. Started it as well for a for a certain podcast episode that we may or may not be doing. No chance um, of doing a shifter. <laughs> I've done it on my own time, thank you very much. So tell me how you're playing it, because we were having this conversation last night about how we're going to... Um, fucking illegally, no doubt. Um, 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 yes. Um, yes, playing it. To be fair, actually, I can I can say this because I've got a copy of it in um, I've got I've got an original copy of it, so I can say this. Yes, I'm playing it on an emulator on my phone and screencasting it to my telly and playing it with my dual sense. But I've got an I've got a copy, an original copy, so I can say that legally. Yes, that's well, how I'm playing it. Is it in a CD plus R or a CD minus R? <laughs> no, it's 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 a physical original Metal Gear Solid PlayStation One, all the discs. So Excellent. yes. Yes, that's how I'm playing it. It's it's not it's not ideal because you're screencasting, so you need to either put your phone on do not disturb or fucking notifications pop, on, pop down on your telly, which yeah, can be awkward. <laughs> um, so yeah, how is it running that that way? Shh, not great. It's, it's not, not great. No, you, you you couldn't play any fast place 
placed, fast placed, fast paced game on it. But luckily, it's not a fast paced game, so it's it's not too bad. But at times, it's like, oh wow, it's stuttering, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, there's there's a, there's not there's not any there's not any input lag, but there's audio lag. So you'll shoot it's like shoot bang. <laughs> it's like a second later, you hear like, oh really? <laughs> yeah, that would do my tits. Yeah. But it's either that or I or I go and dust a PlayStation down. Do you know it's like ugh, and then it's in fucking about the wires and getting component cables and ugh, ugh. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm I'm still trying to decide. Like I I think you can get it on PC, but apparently there's some bugs on the PC version, which seems absolutely mental for a game that's fucking twenty five year old. Jesus. Uh, but. I was looking into it today, like just sort of googling around, saying like, what is the best way of playing this? Because I figured when it with it being available on PC that someone would have like I don't know, like see Max Payne two. I downloaded yes. that off Steam a couple of months ago, and you can download a texture pack, and it looks fucking great. Really, because, wow. and it's just, it's just fans have made it, and then you can download it within Steam, and you're like, ah, this looks fucking great. I mean, it's still. I don't know. It's updated texture, so it's not character models have been improved, but it looks fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and so I figured there'd be something like that for Metal Gear, but apparently there's not. So surprised as well. Ah, it's just. But then Konami, Konami, fucking hell, my words. Konami would have been like, eh, no, get off. Aye, possibly. Uh, so the most common thing I saw for the best way to play it was between. If you've got a PS3, I think it's available through a classic on that, although I don't know if it still is. Uh, obviously, putting a PlayStation 1 disc in a PlayStation, or it was more recommended. The, the one that came up the most was playing it on an emulator on PC because one of the PlayStation 1 emulators automatically upscales. Okay. And so apparently right. it looks best that way. So... I'm gonna have to look into it. Some someone told me, like I don't know if it's too true, but someone told me you can get emulators at work on your Xbox. So you can get a, basically get a PlayStation emulator on your Xbox Series X. And I have no idea if that's true. I read it somewhere. I've never really delved into it if it is possible, but that would be an avenue. I think you can. You can certainly get an N64 emulator. I know that. Right. I've, I, I've, I've watched people doing that, and it works through yeah. your uh, your Xbox browser. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, you possibly could do it that way. I'm just mm. trying to think. I'm trying to think how I want to do it. I do have a PlayStation Mini. What about a PS2? Stick it in. That that. I've never used. I do have a PS2 as well. Yeah, that probably would be better than a PS1. Yeah. Hmm. We shall report back. So many decisions to make. <laughs> it's it's a, it's life changing stuff. To be honest with you, you know. No. And no matter it's, what, it's going to run like absolute ass because oh, the game runs like, like absolute ass. It's um, high. <laughs> Four frames a second. <laughs> what about you, Jess? Um, just more Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> Fucking love this game. How many? How many hours that night, Jess? Oh, I've not clocked. I did have to pause it for a little bit because I got stuck. Um, you got due, stuck? Yeah, due to a bug. Not to my, not my fault. Oh, um, the 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 game wasn't like spawning enough Dreamlight. Um, but they've now released a patch that it is because yeah, I needed so many and I didn't have enough and it just wasn't spawning anymore. So um, right. that was a bit of an issue, but that's now resolved. I've now continued, which is good. Um, I think I was reading it's so, like like a million people are playing it or something like that. Oh, it's wow. doing well. It's, it's doing, doing really, well. really well. Um, somebody 
uh, SJ who writes on the website. She was talking about her mum, and her mum has like clocked like over two hundred hours or something. Was it? Uh, something what? <laughs> something the mad. Fuck. Yeah. And I, I think it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I think her mum's like obviously quite choosy about games, but she, uh, she was all over it. Yeah. It's just it's it. one of those just addictive. You're like it's just it's so Moorish. You're like right. I think I it was. To... I think it was three hundred hours. Yeah, it was anyway. a lot. Um, I mean, yeah. I just I just looked there. You're at two days and seventeen hours. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! How have you clocked up that many? Take a bath, Jess. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Do some work. That is impressive. Though, like, it's, it's probably like every time I put it on pause, or sometimes I just leave it while I attend to something else. That, that old chestnut, yeah. I when you actually have to do some work. Uh huh. It's quite difficult being on a podcast with you two slackers. I'm at oh. work. I'm at work. I'm on my forty minute lunch. Four hours later, the guy, the guy, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that takes a switch to work. By the way, you know the cheek of it. Aye, to play for twenty minutes. Ah, bullshit! Bullshit! Bring up your stats. Come on. Oh, Wade, pish. Aye, <laughs> I'm just sitting here working for beep playing football manager. You fucking chancer. I've not played football manager in about a year, so that shows exactly what you know. <laughs> have you done it? Yes or no? In the past? Yes. If I have worked super hard, got <laughs> so far ahead... That wage. That, I mean, the, pro- the problem is, right, that I'm so efficient in my work oh, that, see, if I was to go full pelt 100 mile an hour the whole way through the day it would affect others in my team because they would be expected to do as much work as I do. Right. So sometimes I have to slow down. So For that the it, good of others. Yes. Right. Mm. That's how you get in so much gaming time, is it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking chancer, by the way. That is absolutely rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing I've been playing is Last of Us Part 1. Obviously nice. Been playing it as part of Game Club, so I'm just about finished. Um, interestingly, though, Data's kind of suggested that it's not been selling that well. Mm. I don't know if that's a surprise or not. but <laughs> I mean, all we've got to go on is the, the UK yeah. physical data, but I, I mean... It I... dropped to number 10 in its third week on the market, and it obviously... It's PS5 exclusive. It's 70 quid. Um, mm-hmm. But Animal Crossing still is up there. <laughs> That's why. Like, seriously, like, anyone listening to this, who, who's still buying Animal Crossing? Don't know. Right. Who, who out there is still buying that brand new? I know. What the fuck? Well, that, well that's the thing. Like, it's it's a valid thing to say that, right, Last of Us has dropped to number 10, and it's but it's platform exclusive. But you're looking at it and you go, right, well, Animal Crossing is without two years, and it's sitting at number seven this week. Mario Kart is at number three. Switch Sports is at number four. Mm-hmm. They're all exclusive as well. So yeah, but although the, it is a small data size, yeah, yeah. it's still, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I do believe that it is selling softly, because if it wasn't selling softly, we would have heard about it. Mm-hmm. And we've heard yeah. absolutely fuck all. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Be like, interesting. whenever... PlayStation games have sold really well out the gates. You've heard about it straight away, mm-hmm. and they have said fucking nothing, mm-hmm. and that is telling. But I think that was to be expected, to be honest. Like I, I think it was gonna. I don't know. I, I I can imagine a conversation going on at Sony where it hasn't met 
the sales figures they expected, but at the same point, I don't think they went into this with wild expectations. No, because the thing is, like, no, because obviously, like, I, I don't know what the Last of Us cost to develop originally. Call it, just, we'll just say a hundred million dollars, just for argument's sake. But of that hundred million, a large chunk of that is your story time, storyboards, developing the engine, blah blah blah, and putting it all together. Like, like that. It's not this. Like remaking it now, there's still going to be costs, obviously, but it's going to be nowhere near that original cost. So the number you need to sell to get a good return on it is a fraction of the amount, you know? So, mm. And as well, listen, they're selling it at 70 quid. So even if they get a million copies of that, they've probably already more than covered costs and made good money. And then everything else they sell at that afterwards and the sale is free money, isn't it? So, yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Craig? What's your list? I haven't actually played that much over the last week. Uh, I've dabbled in the 13 Remake Remake. So this was a game, I think it initially came out in like 2003 or something like that. And I remember playing it at the time and being like, oh, this is quite cool. It's a different sort of art style. First person shooter, looks all right. And then, so back in 2020, they did a remake of it. But the remake looked fucking dreadful. Like, really bad. It was an absolute shambles. Uh, really low scores. Everybody that was looking forward to the sort of resurgence of this game was devastated. It was a pile of shite. And so they decided that they would remake the remake uh, and make it look a lot better, which they have. It now, it, don't get me wrong, it doesn't look like a next-gen game or mm-hmm. anything like that, but they certainly have. When you look at the screens, I mean, if you pull up any screens like before and after, like it's fucking night and day. Right. Like big-time night and day. And, yeah, I just played through the first level. I just wanted to get a kind of idea uh, of how much they've improved it. And, yeah, it runs well. It looks good. It's it's interesting. Like, I, I don't remember that much from it, obviously being, what, 19 years ago or something like that since it initially came yeah. out. But... Yeah, it's definitely a different sort of cell shaded first person, well, first person story shooter. Um, I think I'll play some more of it. I don't know if I'll necessarily play the whole thing, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's actually quite good. Um, definitely what fans would have wanted originally when it came out in twenty twenty. So that's good mm-hmm. that they finally got it two fucking years later. Um, <laughs> I've also went back to. Uh, Obviously, I reviewed Little Nightmares 2 when it first came out, but I did so on PC. And so a few times I've went back to get the Platinum on PlayStation, but I've just been doing it in sort of small chunks. I did that a little bit over the weekend, and I fucking love those games. See the both of them, Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Like, mm-hmm. they're just, I love those 2D, like, or 2.5D, like, puzzle platformers. Like, it's just so well done, and like, the sort of Tim Burton style horrors is mm. fucking brilliant. Like I've, I, can't, I honestly not got enough good things to say about it. Uh, so I played a little bit of that. I also tried out You Suck at Parking. And did you indeed suck? Because I tried it too and I sucked. <laughs> well, see the thing is, so this hit Game Pass last week, and again, it's, it's not. I suppose it's sort of puzzle based. Like you have a start point, you have a certain amount of fuel, and you've got to get to your parking spot within a certain amount of time and mm-hmm. within the fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I started playing it first level. I was like, ah, this handles quite well. It's a wee bit micro-machines-y, yeah. quite cool. That was fine. Second level, I was like, oh, I ramped up a wee bit. Uh, third level, oh, I was getting a wee bit hard. But the fourth level, you're like, fuck me. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I didn't play the tutorial. I just jumped in for yeah. you because I seen it on 
like I've seen it on the like most recently played thing on Xbox. And I was like, all right, okay, I'll just have a wee shot of this because I like was intrigued by it. Um, and obviously, it must have been what level four by the time. Yeah, you would have loaded up my save. Uh-huh, and I was like, what the fuck? I cannot do this. And I'm good <laughs> to be- at driving games normally. Yeah. To be fair, Jess, I mean, obviously, you've been a, a women driver. I'm surprised you got past the menu, to be honest with you. Someone- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. I'm so sorry. It was laid on a plate. <laughs> true. <laughs> It was on a plate. You want to see our car scratches all over it? Shut up! <laughs> one dent in it, and that was you. I don't know. Throw something after that. Hit it with a piece of wood. Oh That's my right. god! <laughs> but yeah, it's it seems fun, but it's fucking difficult, and it ramps up. It does certainly does not ease you in. I wouldn't say like, but it's it's cool. It's like it's fun, but it's just ah, uh, you'd want to be pretty good at it. I would say. Nice. Uh, and the last game, and the one I've been playing most, is Jack Move. I'm which... so proud. <laughs> yeah, a, a JRPG, apparently. I'm so proud. It it doesn't seem like a JRPG, though, and I think that's why I'm getting Aye. on with it so much. Like, I mean, it's a cyberpunk aesthetic. The... The... The dialogue is very Western. Like, I don't know, like, I know you get, obviously, localization, but, I mean, I have seen bits and pieces of JRPGs, and I've played a little bit of Final Fantasy and stuff like that, and although, like, obviously it's been, like, localized to English, you can still tell that sometimes it doesn't seem quite right, or it's, like, I don't know, it's it's what the Japanese would think English people would say, (laughs) context-wise and stuff like that. And, I mean, this, this isn't that at all like yeah. this is uh this is proper they've obviously got i mean if it's meant to be i mean I, I don't even know if the team is like i think it's just supposed to be like jrpg style so it probably isn't technically a jrpg uh although it's been sort of marketed as one but i mean i was, yeah. I was, play, I was playing about today and like somebody gets called a cretin and I'm like, right, that's definitely not came from that's not came from something Japan, do you know what I mean? That's a that's a great insult as well, isn't it? You cretin. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly the dialogue's fucking brilliant. And the whole game, I'm so impressed with it. I love the art style. Mm-hmm. Uh like I love exploring the world. The world, it's not that big, uh, but every single bit of it has just had so much care and attention given to it. Like every single when you're exploring so you have sort of like um, the small sort of sub, like I don't know, like the kind of it's almost like the slums that you stay in, mm-hmm. and that's in the middle. And then there's another section below that, and then there's another section above it. And the bit at the top is the sort of um, where all the corporations are and stuff like that. The access a wee bit later on, yeah. And so when you're walking about the world, you can interact and have conversations with every single character. Now, it's not necessarily dialogue options. There isn't dialogue options, but you can talk and she will talk back to every single character in the world. That's cool. And each conversation, like, has, like, a little bit of... Gives you a little bit more about the world. And, like, at certain points when you go back to characters, like, they will then react to what's going on in the world. So you speak to a character at one point, you go and do two missions, you come back. If you speak to that character again, they've got something different to say. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the art, like I said, the art style, it's just absolutely brilliant. The that sort of, I mean, that sort of, it's not two D HD, but it's like um, HD, like pixel art, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does it. Yeah, it looks, it looks cool. Uh, what I want to know about you is obviously, like, you don't do turn based games. We know that we've discussed that in the past. But so, how are you getting on with the actual battles? Now, I know you had a 
a concern. You can see about the number of battles you're getting involved. You're finding that quite frustrating. When you just wanted to get from A to B, which I get. That is a that is a feature of these types of games. But what did you actually think of doing the battles themselves? It definitely is the weakest part to me. Aww. Like, it wouldn't be for most. Like I say, I'm really intrigued for you to play it to see what you think. That's not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> I set that up there and you just fucking shot me right down, by the way. No, it's it's definitely... Don't get me wrong, I don't hate it. And that's the best yeah. compliment I can give the game, probably. Fuck's but it, it's definitely the weakest part. What like, are you playing it on? Switch? Switch, yeah. Switch. Um, and it's a great Switch game. Like it's yeah. a, it's perfect for the Switch. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up on Xbox because I want the achievements. Annoyingly, <laughs> it doesn't have a platinum on PlayStation. What? Aye, it's one of those games that's got like one gold, four silver, and five bronze or something like that, which oh, just fuck's sake. Like, it's, it's not got, like it's got multiple sorry. regions, but it doesn't have a fucking platinum. Because it's only like ten hours long, isn't it, or something? Uh, yeah, I would say yeah. so. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not quite at the end, uh, mm-hmm. and I have done a lot of exploring and dicking about, so I think I'm at nine hours just now. Okay. And I think I've maybe got an hour or two left. Cool. Um, but yeah, like, so the, the battle system itself, it's very, like, Tron, which is really cool. So the aesthetic of it, again, it's really fucking awesome. And like I said, I'm not hating the turn-based stuff by any means, but it is, like... You're killing I, me here. It does seem like... Look... Here's what I'll say, right? Like you said, initially I was concerned because of how often you had to do these turn-based battles. And like, I'm not joking. I know it sounds like I'm over-exaggerating, but for the first hour or so, like I timed it at one point and it was like, you did a turn-based battle, you won it, you walked for 19 seconds and then you were in another one. Then the next time it was 16 seconds. And I'm like, fucking hell, this needs to fucking stop. Uh <laughs> And obviously you're leveling up the whole time. So yeah, that's the point. It's required. called it's called grinding. We call yeah. that grinding, you know. And there is like in the sort of hub worlds, you don't have to do any turn based battles. So it's only mm-hmm. in certain places that it does yes. happen. Yes, that's the that's the usual. Yes. Yeah, but so as you get a bit further in, there is an option where you can then it's explained in game as you you, get, you upgrade something, and then you can go in and you can either have the battles set as normal, hyper, which means they happen even more often, which, fuck me, you would never get anywhere. <laughs> uh, then there's also like a lore where it happens about, tw- about half as much, and then you can also turn them off completely right. if, you, if you want to. But I was reading like a sort of early review, and they said, like, I mean, even if you are hating the turn-based battles, don't lower it or turn it off because the problem is when you get towards the end and you've got the the boss like, or whatever the, the couple, last couple of bosses and stuff like that you would be completely under leveled and you would yeah, just get course. your ass kicked mm-hmm. but and i don't know i never saw any reviews mention this but so i don't know if it's something that's been updated or if it's just something that appears in my game because there's no it's not like there's difficulty options or anything like that mm-hmm. but um i do have an option at the bottom that says something overflow and when you go down to it, it just basically says instantly kill all enemies. And I was like, what? And it only it appeared, like I say, about an hour or two in. I was like, and it's not like I hadn't I hadn't even lost one battle 
so it wasn't like it was like something that appeared because I, the, the game had identified that I was shit at it. Um, it, it could so, be, in a lot of these games, particularly if you go, go down the Final Fantasy route, you get things called a limit break, which right. is like when you can you can build a limit break gauge up. And, and every every Final Fantasy has got a different way of doing it. Sometimes it's you, you build up by attacking, sometimes you build up by winning battles, sometimes it's a time-based thing that builds up just slowly. It could be something like that. So you then earn the right to use that move because they're usually they're, they're kind of like they're when you use your limit break, it tends to be like a very overpowered move, but you don't get to use it a lot. That's the point. Right. Earn now, it. This game does have that. So you build oh. every every time you do an attack, you're building up a yellow bar. When that gets to the top, you can do a jack move. And cool. You, That's you what that un- is. Limit break, uh, yeah. You can unlock new ones that do different yes. attacks that, that are heavier on certain types of enemies. Um, but no, this is a completely different thing. It's right. just like an overflow thing at the bottom. And so when I saw it, I was like, that can't be right. So I didn't use it. I finished the battle and I made a manual save. And then the next battle I went into, I was like, I just want to see what exactly this is. Yeah. So it was just two kind of low level enemies. And I pressed the button. They both just died. And then it went, well, you've won. All the XP got added on. And then it right. went out, and I was like, right, okay, that's weird. Is that maybe like a one-use thing? Yeah. Uh, I kept going, uh, went into the next battle. It's still there. It's And then it, it seems to be... I don't know if you only get a certain amount of uses of it. Like, there was one point... I was playing it over the weekend. I think it was maybe Saturday night, and it was quite late on. I was just about to head to bed, and I got to this point where, like, sometimes there's two enemies, sometimes there's three and so I was knackered. I was just about to put it off, and I got into this battle, and there was three enemies, and I was like, I can't be fucked with this just now. So I used it again. It was only the second time I'd used mm-hmm. it, but I was interested again to see, right, will that mean that it'll then disappear? But it's still there. Right. So I think it is something that they have put in so that if you do not like the battle system and you just want to experience the story, you can. Right. Um. But... I'm sticking. I mean, that like that's the biggest sort of compliment I can give the game is that I think, as far as I'm aware, I do have this option to just basically auto win battles, but I have still been doing them. Okay. So while I do think it's the weakest part of the game, like I don't think it's bad. Like I absolutely love the game. Like this is going to be my top ten of the year, no question. No question. I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's it's certainly like an eighty six or an eighty seven on Metacritic. Like yeah, it's, it's really high and it's yeah. it's fucking brilliant. Good. Um, I highly recommend it. I should hopefully finish it tomorrow, and then I'll get the review written up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I watch out for that and buy it because it's fucking great. <laughs> and that's coming from me who hates these type of games. So if I'm I saying know. it's good, it's yes. fucking good. Yeah. Okay, you mentioned reviews there alongside this podcast. We also have puredeadgaming.com where we post all our written reviews and additional content. Craig, what is new this week? We have a Splatoon 3 review by James. And just on a side note, Splatoon 3 is selling like fucking hotcakes in Japan. Uh, 3.45 million copies in three days, which is the fastest selling game ever in Japan. That's frightening. It also, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, don't be wrong. Like, I was reading through James' review. I've still to publish it. It'll be up by the time this goes live. He's given it a 9 out of 10. Really likes it. By all accounts, it's a very good game. But why is this the ha- the quickest selling game in Japan? Like, they they love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, Mario. It, I know, it's just that is the big, the fastest selling is, is crazy. 
It doesn't really make any sense. I don't get it? it either. I don't get it. But fair play to it. Fair fucking play to it. Because the thing is, I've not seen a single negative thing about that game yet. Not yeah. One. No, I'm the exact same. But I just like, honestly, see if you were at a quiz and somebody said to you, the fa- what is the genre of the fastest selling game ever in Japan? JRPG. F- first person shooter would be way down your fucking list. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's potentially just the sign of the times. Like, obviously, Japan's moving way more into, they much prefer their handhelds, PlayStation 5 selling soft over there. Mm-hmm. And it's just maybe, just maybe this sort of sign of the times, but interesting. Yeah. I mean, J- Japan has less than 128 million people as a population, and 3.45 bought it in the first three days. Mm-hmm. That's including fucking infants and oldies. Yeah, oldies, yeah. Crazy man, just insane. Okay, let's move on to this week's news then. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always believe in. So if you were absent over the weekend and missed it, there were almost 100 video clips of early development footage of GTA posted anonymously online on the GTA forum site by a user called Teapot Uberhacker. Um, the original post... I, I was raging because they stole my fucking ID. I, that, I, was, I tried to get it. It was like, user taken. I was like, come on. How's that taken? Yeah, so obviously the original post has since been removed by mods, but it's kind of spread widely on social media. Rockstar have issued like a takedown order to remove all the footage that's on YouTube and Twitter and whatever. Um, the footage did show some animation tests, level layouts, some gameplay demonstrations, and it appeared to kind of confirm a lot of the rumours that we've heard that it's going to feature its first playable female protagonist. They also revealed the game set in a fictionalised version of Miami, which was also the setting, obviously, in 2002's GTA Vice City. Um, Rockstar have came out with a statement to sort of confirm that this is indeed real footage and, you know, uh, stuff that that they have produced. Um, They quote said, we recently suffered a network intrusion which... in which an unauthorised third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for Grand Theft Auto. At this time, they do not anticipate any disruption to the live game services, nor in any long term effect on development of ongoing projects obviously they also said they were extremely disappointed to have any details of their next game shared with you all in this way and they've kind of said that the, you know the next gta game will continue as planned and they remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience for us so yeah not great for them <laughs> understatement yeah <laughs> it's oh it's I mean, first of all, the, the guy's a scumbag, right? Make no mistake about it. You've you've stolen people's hard work and you're ransoming ransoming it to them. You're a scumbag, mate. You know, and it's just it's just shit. You know, like our community gets a lot of bad press with its toxicity, and to be honest with you, it's deserved. Shit like this doesn't fucking help. Like thousands of developers, good hard work people are working on this game, and you just shot all over them. Um, yeah, I just uh, yeah, it's not often I'd be like, oh, I feel bad for Rockstar, but I do because it's a shit. Their, their shit's been stolen, so fuck that guy. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah no. Saves I mean, you feel for it, yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's hard working people there that have put in their you know their heart and soul in this game. I'm sure you know. Yeah, and the, all they're looking at over the last couple of days is people dissecting yeah. like the, the flaws in footage, alpha that was, footage. Aye, that was never meant to be shown. That was never. It's not like these developers deemed that footage like what like worthy of being shown off. But yeah, it's been picked apart. And oh, look at this! That animation doesn't even look any better. And you're like, right. It's alpha footage. Aye. Alpha footage. I mean, it was like, it was apparently from twenty twenty one as well. Yeah, so it yeah. was. It's not even like up to date as of like time of recording. It's like a year old. And aye, it's, yeah, someone pointed yeah. out that you know, like alpha footage like that. You're, you're lucky. There's even backgrounds. Quite often, there's not even there's not even backgrounds or any texture in the slightest. Yeah. Like, what do you expect to find when you're stealing? alpha footage that's not supposed to even be seen by barely anybody will see that footage let alone like people designing sound won't see that stuff you know it's it's yeah people picking up on it need to understand that as well that's nothing remotely like the game you would get and if you were to see your favorite game in alpha footage you would see how much it changes oh absolutely like i'd see to me my biggest sort of takeaway from it was that the game actually seems much further along than i thought it was like mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's coming out next year. Like I, I still believe 2025, but minimum, yeah. I well, I, I do believe 2025, but if I'm less, I don't know. It's further along than I thought it was. Like the fact that there was a lot of voice work been done. Like I, I didn't even think they were at that stage yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NPCs I mean, you, and stuff, aye, yeah. you heard a lot of voice work. You heard a lot of like, like you say, like sometimes in these games, like it, it's very far into development before they start doing all the texture models and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, in the footage we saw, there was plenty of stuff where like there was some characters that didn't have textured faces and stuff like yeah. that but there was also a lot of characters that did yeah. and then the bits you saw out in the world like they've clearly got a world built or partially built and it's it's further along than i thought it was um like i say i still think 2025 but i wouldn't completely rule out the end of 2024 mm. um although i wouldn't i wouldn't put money on it no. especially with this like they're saying it's not going to affect development but i think it will a bit yeah um yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like I mean I've not watched much of the footage because like part of me is just like I don't want to. I don't want to like spoil anything. But equally, like these leaks, I don't think will spoil too much for people. Like you, you <sighs> kind of know what you are, what we're expecting. If you know what I mean, like it, it's just going to be more GTA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like we spoke about on Afterlife. Like when this leak first came out, and you saw the footage. Like a lot of people were like, "Oh, is this is, is this fake?" But I mean, anyone that's been a gamer and played a lot of Grand Theft Auto games in the past would look at two seconds of that footage and go, "Nah, that's real." Yeah, it's absolutely real. Like there's no other game that moves in that way. Yeah. Um. Also, I I don't know if it's been disproven or not. I don't think it has, but absolute fucking lols to that idiot that's that paid a hundred thousand pound or a hundred thousand oh, dollars uh God. for the grand theft auto 5 source code and it turned out it was a fucking prank unbelievable man Amazing. How, fucking, how fucking stupid are you i hope that's real like i keep expecting it to be doctored and maybe it's come out that it was and it's just mm-hmm. a big prank but ah, i, I yeah. really i really hope somebody did pay a hundred thousand yeah. for that get it right up yeah and it's just a fucking text document with a dick in it or something. 
storm neck end. You can cut that out, Jess. <laughs> Pepsi Max. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I've got right now as well. Always. <laughs> Always Coca-Cola. There was also this week 40 minutes of Diablo 4 leaked as well. I think there was like two videos. One was like 38 minutes. Another was like, I don't know, a few minutes. I think this was quite like a, like almost like an accident because it seemed like it was like a, a, like someone that was play testing. Uh huh. Yeah. They were like streaming it perhaps by accident on Discord or something like that. And somebody's picked it up or. Yeah. Again, it's just like, really people, come on the fuck. Like, take care of this shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Diablo 4, actually, but I, I didn't watch any of that, the, the clips. I just thought, I'm not going to entertain it. No. Um, it's just, it's another, I was, it was a, it's another smear on what was a bad weekend for fucking um, gaming news, really, wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't, I've got, I couldn't give a single fuck about Diablo 4, so I didn't watch it. But I, from what I understand, like, the footage that was leaked was fucking watermarked. So, no, it's got like the, yeah, 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 right. yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. So they could be able to chase it back. To yeah, what, a yeah. Fuck, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mad. Yeah. And so, what do we think? Is this GTA leak the biggest the biggest leak of all time? Or is it still Last of Us Part 2? It... It, it, it's not, I don't know, unveiling anything that yeah, Jess is people right. not expecting. So yeah. it's not, you know, Last of Us 2 was like, story spoiler yeah like massively so yeah it spoiled literally the main talking point of the entire game didn't it you know so yeah i'm, I'm with you jess this is barely even spoilery at all other than the fact that it confirmed that oh look we finally have a female protagonist that's the only thing really spoiled but everyone kind of knew that was coming really wasn't yeah. it leaked anyway didn't it so i think it sort of depends how you look at it so obviously yeah in terms of how we would define like a spoiler like yeah the the stuff that came from last of us part two was like so much more damning to naughty dog with the whole story getting out um but when with last of us part two it was just cutscenes that were leaked whereas like i think this had the potential for bigger ramifications because it was source code yeah 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 Yeah, of course yeah so you could look at it like that and i remember there was also i think it was fallout 4 the entire script got leaked before mm-hmm. the game came out, that was quite a big one as well. So I yeah. think it, it depends how you look at it, obviously. But I, I would say Last of Us was probably overall more damning because I, I do think that had a real negative effect on that game. It did. One hundred percent, that affected its sales, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. So more news on PSVR two. It will not be backwards compatible with games from the first generation of Sony's headset. Speaking in the latest episode of the official PlayStation podcast, SVP of Platform Experience. How do I say his name? Hideaki Nishino. Yeah, Hideaki Nishino. Yeah. Okay, him. Says this is because, quote, PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next gen VR experience, citing new features like the sense controllers and inside out tracking. So. Do you know what bothered me about this? Was it was such a fucking Sony move. Like, don't be wrong, I get there's no great way to deliver bad news, but just be a fucking man about it and put out a press release or something don't fucking 
under your breath say it 19 minutes into a random podcast do you know what I mean and then be yeah. like aye everybody will no doubt pick up on this and then they can deal with the story like do you know what I mean it just I was like <laughs> fuck off man <laughs> Sony's PR no having a good year man holy shit do you know what I mean do you agree like it was just I, I'm not saying they should have been like oh state of play and the whole state of play is get it right up you just can't play PSVR 1 <laughs> games but I, I get there's no good way to deliver bad news but it just felt like they were like it felt so calculated, like, right, how are we going to bury this? Right, you go on a podcast and see halfway through it, just fucking drop it in. Just like drop a, it. And act like everybody already knows, and then yeah. just move on. <laughs> like, fuck off. Yeah, but presumably, like, I mean, how many PlayStation Plus VR games have come out that folk will have downloaded that they now, am I right in saying, cannot play on PSVR 2? Yes. If, they, if they don't have a PSVR 1, they thought, I'll just wait for PSVR 2, and they've got a catalogue of games sitting that they Correct. can't do anything with. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, I've got that Moss book. Um, can't fucking use that now. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chris on the Discord's a, a perfect example. Like, he's been collecting PSVR games since launch off mm. PS Plus and various things. He's got about 20 in his library. And he's all... And he's always said he would he would hold off and he'd wait for PSVR two, and then yeah. over the weekend that he's like, looks like I'm buying a PSVR this weekend. Uh, like, but yeah, he's exactly. say, but you know, Chris will never say a bad word about Sony, so he doesn't care. <laughs> well, he's, he's, like, is, chin. he's like, this is great news. I can't wait to buy a PSVR one. Right. I've waited so long for one, I can finally get one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like, I don't know. I'm I'm quite cynical about this sort of stuff. And don't be wrong, I, I'm not saying it would be an easy thing to do mm-hmm. because that would be like I'd be talking out my ass because I've never done it. But <laughs> like I get what they're saying. Like obviously the 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 sense controllers have got way more tech in them than the stupid fucking move ones, <laughs> and it would be a it would not necessarily be easy to transfer that over. But I mean to say that it's hard for every game, like the likes of Astrobot. It used the fucking uh, DualSense controller. Mm -hmm. So that shouldn't be too difficult. Like, I get what they're saying about the tracking and the head being different because it's 360 tracking instead of looking Mm -hmm. at a camera. That's not a difficult thing to fucking change. Like, this is all, this is stuff that could be done. They could patch it on a game by game basis if they fucking wanted to. Yeah. But again, I think it's a case of they're like, Aye, but we could also just resell this to folk. Mm-hmm. Now, th- there has been sort of stuff coming out, rumours that there's a lot of uh, PSVR devs that are now looking into the quickest way to sort of port their game to PlayStation VR 2. Mm-hmm. But again, that'll be for it. That'll be extra sales. I-, I don't know how many of these are going to be like free upgrades and stuff like that. Yeah. And I wonder, that, you know, at this point in time, like how many games are we going to expect at launch? Is there going to be much? In terms of at launch, but yeah, probably not a huge amount in truth, but it, you don't need to. You know, like a, a PSVR 2 is never going to be a main console, so you don't need to have 10 games. You don't need, probably don't even have to have five games. It's 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 not that type of console, obviously. But I think there's going to be a lot of people disappointed in this news. I'm not surprised. I don't think anyone's really surprised at Sony after all, and we'll never understand the complications of why, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of people disappointed, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you've you've went from day one, when this thing was released, having hundreds of games available, because you yeah. had the whole PSVR library, to yeah. 
like you say, it's going to be a fucking handful. And yeah. then it's going to... I, I do think a lot of the... Certainly the popular PSVR games, they will end up being playable. People yeah, will... Like first, yeah, I was going to say first party stuff, but... Aye, pe- people are going to patch them. Like, you can't take... See, two years from now, the original Astrobot will be playable yeah, on Iron PSVR Man. 2. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me otherwise. I, I, I don't think so. But, like, I don't know. I just... I'll look at... Obviously, I dabble with PC VR, and like two weeks after Cyberpunk comes out, some some one guy, one fucking guy, has made a VR mod for the game. Yeah, by himself. Yet Sony can't fucking port like the top fucking thirty PSVR games to PSVR two. Like you can't convince me it's not a money move. Maybe. Sticking with Sony then, they will allegedly release a redesigned PS5 hardware model next year and its biggest change will be a detachable disk drive, according to reliable reporter Tom Henderson. Players will have the option to connect a UHD Blu-ray disk drive via an additional USB-C port on the back of the system. However, it won't be required by fans who want to go all digital. According to Henderson's report, the new system will be sold in two permutations on its own, similar to the existing PS5 digital edition, or bundled with the detachable disk drive. Players will also be able to purchase the disk drive individually should they choose to adopt physical media later down the line, or indeed need to replace a broken component. Been there before. (laughs) Fascinatingly, the article claims that the disk drive will match the aesthetics of the redesigned device meaning you'll be able to affix it to the appliance so it looks like it's part of the original hardware, despite technically being like a standalone accessory. It's worth mentioning also that the anonymous sources cited in the story, they are not signalling that there'll be any changes to the performance of the platform as part of the redesign, so it's not a PS5 Pro. This sounds fucking shit. Yeah, what is the fucking point in that? This sounds like we've gone back in time to when we used to have like additional peripheral. What's this? Is it a fucking connect we're buying here? This just sounds non. It actually sounds like an April Fools. Oh yeah, yeah. This this console we're going to give you a detachable. Fuck off! What are you doing? I've I have no idea what the fuck they're thinking with this shit at all. The only thing I can come up with is that they're like, this is a ball ache having to make a digital console and a disk drive console, mm-hmm. so why don't we find a way to merge this? Yeah. But like you say, I don't know, Like I can't imagine that this doesn't cost more to make than what is there originally, because if it's going to have to have like a fucking slot for it to stick into and stuff like that, like I mean, maybe it won't, but I just, I don't know. Like I think it's going to just add to development costs or having to redesign it, like when it, a redesign wasn't needed. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a monstrosity as it is. I, I mean, oh. they're saying oh. it's really, like So it. do I. I've got the black plates on. It looks great. <laughs> but they're saying, like, aesthetically, you know, it'll just, I don't know. I can't, can't visualise how it's going to look. Same. Obviously. It's got a big hole in the back of it or something. I just, I, I just don't, yeah. It's just, it just sounds like a fucking wind-up. Yeah, just I, I've I've not really got much time for. It. I mean, the one yeah. sort of bonus that I would say is, I mean, I've I bought the digital version, and I've never there hasn't been a time yet where I've been like, oh, I wish I did have a disc drive. Oh really? But, I mean, the fact that I, presumably these disc drives will, because they said something about a USB connection. Mm-hmm. So I suppose if this does come to fruition, then at some point, if I ever needed to, I could buy a disc drive and attach it to my launch digital mm-hmm. device presumably like say, so, I've, yeah. I've never wanted to but i suppose then that gives me the option to do that and just sit it next to it or something mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem 
it doesn't seem needed. Like it mm-hmm. just seems like I don't know, as if they've created a problem where there isn't one. Yeah. Mm. It just it just sounds shit. I remember like days gone by, you had like additional hardware for some console. I'm sure the Mega Drive had like a double stack thing. I remember that. I'm sure the SNES yeah. had a double stack thing. It just sounds like that. I'm like, what the fuck? I just don't get it. I don't get uh, it. The Sega CD. Yeah, it's Sega CD. Yeah, it's just it's just like we've gone back in time. I'm just like, it's another notch on the Sony PR for the year. I mean, fucking hell. I'm just like, I don't get it at all what's going on at the moment. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, moving on then. As soon as RGG Studio finally and officially announced Like a Dragon Ishin, Like a Dragon, the man who erased his name, and Like a Dragon like a Dragon 8, we knew that Yakuza was no more. Like a Dragon is replacing the Western name of Sega's long running series. Yeah, it, it makes sense when you think about it. I mean, you know, I, I imagine you had a game where you were, the game was called Taliban, you know, or fucking IRA, you know, probably wouldn't go down well, would it? So, um, yeah, ditching Yakuza, probably a good idea. Yeah, I, I saw that the producer had basically come out and said as well, like, he's like, the games aren't about the Yakuza anymore, so mm-hmm. it doesn't make much sense to have the name still there, which, fair enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's just difficult, like, to sort of, process name changes after so yeah. long because you i don't know it's a bit like the sort of pez to e-football style thing like i mean yeah. I, I imagine five years from now i'll still be like oh is that is that a yakuza game is that is that the next entry in yakuza even though yeah 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 it's it's confusing as well because i was trying to figure this out the other day what so yakuza like a dragon which is the turn-based game that i loved that's now called like a dragon Eight, so it was you. It was Yakuza like a dragon before. Now it's like a dragon eight. I'm just like, aye, yeah, yes, yeah, aye, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I see. I see from a PR point of view, so it's maybe a bit softer, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, like, it it seems weird because we've had. I mean, what Yakuza started like mid mid aughts, so we've had so long of it that it will just take a while, I suppose, to readjust. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next up, Orlando Bloom, Archie Madikwe, Madme, don't know how to say his name, and David Harbour have joined the cast of Gran Turismo. Things are moving pretty fast, it seems, with filming set to begin this week. We have also had a bit of info on the plot, which is said to be based on the true story of a teenage Gran Turismo player who fulfills his dream of becoming an actual race car driver by competing in in-game competitions. They're not fucking about with this, are they? No. Filming this week? Yep. Yeah. I mean, decent cast, I must say. Yeah. But absolutely. Hee-haw interest in a fucking Gran Turismo game, by the way. You couldn't pay me to watch this shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's certainly not something that's normally up my boat. What I would say is that what they've said, like that the story will be about like a sort of teenage Gran Turismo player who actually goes on to become a racer, mm-hmm. that does sound better than what i thought the plot like in my head if i was thinking a gran turismo film like i don't know i would have thought it was going to be a worse plot than that but i still don't <laughs> think it'll be particularly good no, don't get me wrong i mean obviously david harbour great he's actor Orlando bloom as well as a great actor also uh, I, I don't know who the archie but i have no idea who that is um he is he a young guy from he might be a young guy from Stranger Things as well, or he's in. He's a young guy from something. I think he's okay. the, he's he's going to be the lad that plays like the the teenage guy, aspiring yeah. racer. Yeah. I imagine Orlando Bloom's going to be the dick. 
that's trying to stop him or something. Ah, and David Harbour's maybe his dad or an Aye. agent or something, yeah. That's just yeah. a guess, but I think I'd bet Orlando Bloom's going to be the dick. <laughs> yeah, just I'm just yeah, I've, I've no interest in that Gran Turismo game at all. There's just it's a, you know people are getting a bit frustrated at the amount of Marvel and, and, and Star Wars stuff coming out, and, no. and, I, and I, I yeah, I know. Can you believe it? I'm not because I happen to like them, but there's I, there's, think, I think that's outrageous. Yeah, there's for me. There's now there's too many PlayStation and other gaming stuff coming out as well, and it's like ugh, another one, ugh, another one. I mean, that's that is fucking rich. So you've been lapping up about 17 Marvel films per year for the last <laughs> fucking two decades. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation have, what, about eight things in production and you're sick of it already? You've not even yeah. seen one of them yet. Yeah, just because, let's be honest, right? Let, let, let's knuckle it down. There's, there's not a good history of gaming films, all right? They're, they're few and far between. I, I beg to differ. I, I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got, I've got, a whole, I've got a whole section of this podcast where I've watched yeah. many of them. Have you seen yeah. Mario Brothers, nineteen ninety three? Yeah, I had, I had the VHS. Um, yes, and and your your um, your film opinions are are fantastic, yeah. Craig. <laughs> Jinx. So I, I, um, I don't think you've watched Mario enough recently. Is what I'll say. Um, do you know what? I'd actually love to watch it again. Young John Leguizamo. Bit of Bob Hoskins. Fuck it's, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. It's so campy. It's unbelievable. They actually released an extended edition earlier this year. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Never before seen footage. Right, I'm moving on to the last bits of news. Thanks very much. So, a playable demo for Wulong Fallen Dynasty went live last Friday, allowing you to play on PS5 until the 26th of September. We have... Oh, Suikoden. Say again? Suikoden. That one and two HD remaster has been announced for all platforms. It will launch in 2023. The Resident Evil 4 remake was previously only announced for current gen consoles, but Capcom has now confirmed it will also release a version for PS4, but interestingly, not Xbox One. Well, and Mm. lastly, Hollow Knight Silk Song has now been confirmed for PS5 and PS4. Still no release date was given though. Yeah, the, the the Resident Evil Four and Xbox One. Xbox One's a poor console. It's and I think that's why. I think that tells your story. Yeah, I've got a, right. This is going to get me some hate, no doubt. <laughs> right. Love it. Go on. But I've I've got a I've got a take on this. Go on. Then. And right, see, I mean, we own an Xbox Series S, right? Mm-hmm. It's my, a, you, you mean a PS4 Pro? Uh, oh, sorry, Series S. Oh, sorry. Aye. So it's my wee boy's console. He absolutely loves it. I think it's an incredible machine, right? But it's not a fucking next gen machine. No, it's a fuck. And so my theory, like I remember I was very you can go back and see my tweets, I was very vocal about this when the Xbox Series S got announced. There was developers coming out left, right and centre, publicly going, What the fuck do you want us to do with this? Yeah. Like we're developing next at the time next gen games here. What yeah. exactly are you want us to do with that? With a PS4 Pro, yeah. Yeah. And so to me, I, th- I I genuinely believe that part of the reason that like there's so much 
and this has been going on for a while, but it seems to be getting... At first, it was just sort of like people were like, oh, I can't believe they're still making fucking PS4 games and Xbox One games. But it seems to be getting to the point now, two over two years into the life cycle, or sorry, two years into the life cycle, where they're going, I can't believe this is still happening. I, know. I genuinely think that part of... I, I, I agree with the install base. I think that is a, a percentage mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And I also think that not being able to get next-gen consoles is a percentage of it. But I don't think this is... I'd be interested to see what people think of this, But and I've never heard this point brought up, but I genuinely think that part of the reason that so many of these games are still coming to last-gen systems is because these third-party developers are having to make an Xbox Series S version anyway, and so if they're having to do that, they may as fucking well put it in the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, see, when they're making Resident Evil 4 Remake, they have to make a version for... PS5 and Xbox Series X, which can be pretty much in parity. Yeah. Like you'll have people moaning because one drops fucking two frames when the other <laughs> one doesn't. But they're pretty much the same fucking skew. But then they have to make a separate version for the Series S. Yes. And when they're doing that, they may as well put it in PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely think that is part of the reason. And I've not heard anyone mention that. But I, I just like there's going to be a real problem here when two years from now they're trying to create cutting-edge games and they're, they're having to make an, a version that works on that Series S. Yeah. Yep. Like I said at the time that I thought a couple of years into the life cycle that the Series S might have to be used as a streaming device because it's going to, at a certain point, it's going to hold stuff back. Yeah. Like yeah. I say, it's a phenomenal console. It does so well. It, the, the, what they get out of it, and the price of it, the size of it, everything, but it's got limits. Yeah, and... I can't. I cannot wait to see how Starfield runs on a Series S. What's yeah. going to be? It's going to be a shocker. Yeah, it's going to be. It's. I. I think it could be up there with when, when Cyberpunk's trying to run run on the PS4. I think it's going to be a shocker. I cannot see how that game's going to run on a, on a Series S. Either that, or the game is not as advanced as it's been made out. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because if yeah. it is as advanced as it's been made out, you're right, it's not going to be able to run no, it. Properly. It can't. It can't. There's just no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I genuinely think that that is part of the reason, that they're having to they're having to create this Series S version. And then at that point, I'm not saying the Series S isn't slightly more powerful than the PlayStation 4, because it is, but it's not that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. That it, At that point, when you've scaled it down for the Series S, you go, well, we fucking may as well just go the extra mile and make it for the PS4 and their fucking 120 million fucking coins. Yeah, yeah. Might as well get some sales there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suikoden Remaster, I'm so excited for that. That's just classic turn-based JRPGs from PS1, PS2 era. Um, I'm fucking so excited for that. And I can't come... Fuck right off. <laughs> um, the, the decision for me is, will I get it on the Switch or will I get it on the PlayStation? I can't decide. But either way, I am so excited for it. Seems and like I'm, a Switch game. I, I, I put all 2D HD games in the Switch category. They just feel better on the Switch. But because Suica Din was, was, like a, was, a, was a, I had that on Play, I think PlayStation 2, I got it laterally, but it's it feels at home on PlayStation. It's a little bit of nostalgia is what I'm trying to get at. You know? In the same way Resident Evil feels at home on PlayStation. You know? yeah. even, even though, obviously, it's on, on everything now. So, yes, excited for it. More turn-based action for you to sink your teeth into, Craig. I'm fucking buzzing. Do you know, I'd actually, after this me enjoying Jack Move, uh, or uh, continuing to enjoy Jack Move, mm-hmm. I'd actually looked into maybe checking out Triangle Strategy. 
Yeah, I, I, re- I remember when that game was announced and I saw, like, I really loved the art style of it. Yep, yep. Um, but I, I looked up how long to beat and it's a fucking 30-hour game. That's that's what you expected. See, but honestly, do you know what you should do? See if you are see if you are serious. Go on it. Go on Game Pass and download him Octopath Traveler. Download that. That's the similar, very very similar. One. Basically, the it's not the same game. That's, that's a shit thing to say, but it's from your perspective, it's the same game and it's on Game Pass. Go and download it. Might as well. You're, no harm. Because I tell you what, see I was, I was see if you don't another Switch game, but it's on, on Switch, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Switch. Yeah, that's what it came out on first. But it's on Game Pass. So you can't go wrong. And yeah. see if you don't see if you don't like that, you won't like any of the others. Right? How long is Octopath Traveler? Ah, oh, right, hang on. Like how how long to be? Can you do it a bit quicker? Octopath Traveler. Yeah, as in me to find it in Google search or the right. game quicker. No, I just want you to hurry up. Oh, you're you're not you're not gonna like it. You're it's not gonna like hours, it. Isn't it? <sighs> Keep going. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 70 hours. Main story, 60. Main inside, 79. Completionist, 103. <sighs> yeah. See, this is... I mean, don't I me don't remember it being that long. Like, don't be wrong, it's mostly the turn-based stuff. But it's, it is also the length of them. Like, and, and I know Jack Move is like a total sort of aberration in the fact mm-hmm. that it's only fucking seven, eight hours. But... I just don't know if I can fucking commit to that. Yeah. That's a long, long fucking time. I, I certainly didn't put a hundred hours in. That's for damn sure. I think certainly. See if it was that long, it would have to be the switch, and then I would just chip away at it. Yeah, like over time. Like I, it's not. It's, I, I wouldn't sit on the couch and put seventy hours into that type of game. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, yeah. But I maybe will download it in Game Pass and just maybe play an hour and see if that hooks me enough. Use it almost as like a demo and then and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that is all for this week's news. We shall move forward to get in the bin. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin men come today? Huzzah! So <laughs> I've run through this week's nominations for our imaginary bin where we put all the things we don't like in. And yeah, first up, Callum. He is nominating the SFA, I believe. Yeah, who have asked UEFA if they can have a Queen tribute ahead of the Scotland versus Ukraine clash. And and for anyone listening who's not a sport fan, he doesn't mean a Queen tribute band. They're not going to be playing Bohemian Rhapsody, right? <laughs> but see if they did. Yeah. That would be fucking brilliant. <laughs> see if they asked, yeah. like, see if they had went and go. Can we do a tribute to Queen? Mm. And they were like, aye, aye, okay. And then fucking yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> the lights yeah. go out. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Never, never played at Hamden before, let's be honest, you know. <laughs> that, would, that would be the greatest troll job ever. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the SFA. This is why no, This is why Celtic fans don't like fucking Scottish national team, by the way. Fuck those guys. That's a great shout, Callum. So is that... I didn't get a chance to see it, probably. Says that is actually what it is. They've turned around and said that they want to do a tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's been approved, yeah. Why would they have to even ask? Because anything that's politics has to be approved. Right. Because because okay. UEFA are the biggest hypocrites. They, on one hand, they tell you don't bring politics into football, and then when it suits them, they do. Right, All the okay. fucking time. 
Yeah, no, that's a strong shout then. What else we got? Yeah. So Maynard's, which is the brand, yes. they make sweeties. So they have changed the name of Midget Gems to Mini Gems. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's just that's that's the PC brigade, isn't it? Yeah, Midget Gems to Mini oh, Gems. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. I don't want to live in this world anymore. Why is that? Oh, I feel that's... like... As a that's peak twenty twenty two. As a millennial, I guess, like I'm like, stop taking things away from us from our youth. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff that's nostalgic, and it just keeps getting taken away, and it's yeah, not acceptable. I just want to know <laughs> what vertically challenged individual three weeks ago picked up a sweet and went, oh, that's unacceptable. Like, what the fuck? Nobody complained about that. That's literally, that's somebody that's sitting in their house going, what can I be annoyed about today? <laughs> oh, you know what? That's a fucking belter. Let's go with that. I can't believe that's a thing. I would love, do you know, this sort of stuff keeps happening over and over again, right? I would love to meet somebody that was offended by that just to pick their brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. This stuff keeps happening, but because maybe we're we're more naive than we. I surround myself with people that are not cunts. Oh, they are. Sorry, they are all cunts, but in a good way, right? I would love to meet somebody that's like, no, that genuinely offended me, and I'm glad they've changed it, so I can just yeah. be like, right, sit down, let's have a talk. I need to find <laughs> out. I need to find out what makes you tick. What? What? I know what's wrong with you. Yeah. What is wrong with you? You're offended by that. Aye, that's. Oh man! Yeah. It'd be funny if they'd call them small person gems, just to be even bigger trolls. <laughs> just make it something more offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next up, bigger round round of applause to Baz. He completed a half marathon at the very. weekend. So very impressive. Very well done. Yeah, well done, um, Baz. He is nominating training for that though, because he's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I survived the half marathon, I'd be ejecting it directly into the bin. Yeah, I was all scheduled to do one in 2014, wasn't I? And then... <laughs> Seven oh. years later, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that one time I was meant to do that? Well, no, what happened was basically I was getting slower and slower, and I'm like, right. what the fuck is going on? Why am I not speeding up? And then turned out I was pregnant, so... Oh, Craig. Why? So <laughs> Craig fucking ruined it. Ruined your dreams. So I, I didn't. I didn't do it because I would have been too pregnant. In the grand scale of things that people have done to get out of doing a run, <laughs> that's a that's a bit extreme, isn't it? Pretty fucking low, isn't it? You know what I mean? I'm I'm still paying for that decision today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Next up, men who sit down to pee got number. Ho ho! I sit down to pee. I know, I know some I people I have that... to bow out this conversation. Oh, that's... We well, don't well, sit well, down to pee. Well, I, I do, but yeah. I yeah, whoa. When you're at home, obviously not in public places, obviously, but when you're at home, you sit down to pee. Fucking right. I have <laughs> never in my puff sat down with the intention of just doing a pee. See if the next week, do it and report back and completely like, Donnie, you are fucking right. Especially seeing the morning when you just wake up and you're, and you're, and you're bursting, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're pitching a tent, you're bursting for a pee. It's so much better just to sit down. I'll give it a shot. Do it for a week. I'll, I'll give it a shot for you. 
Do it for a week. Thank you. Do it for a week. Anyway, that's not going to the bin, by the way, at all. It might next week, though, <laughs> when I report back. <laughs> Um, yeah. And yeah, that's all. I don't know whether we want to put Desperate Dan and his apology in there as well. I thought you meant me. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> You're a perennial nomination, what you thought of it. Aye, he should, he should be in the list as well, I would say. Uh, he's a pretty, he's a yeah. fucking mayor. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he should be in the list as well, and obviously the heat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the heat is <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Do you think... Do you think that makes it okay? See if something fucking tortures you for three months and then it fucks off for a week. You still hate it. <laughs> tortures you. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, man. Yes. Um, to be fair, any one of those could fucking go in, apart from men who said in the pee. Yeah, I feel Midget James has got to be, got to be up there. I, I think it's up there, yeah. That, to be fair, that and, that and Dan basically, you know, breaking his NBAs. <sighs> Yeah, I'd probably go Midget Gems. That's I'm really happy a with that. offensive. That. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people that have, are offended have in turn really offended me. Mm. <laughs> and so they are now the reason for the offence. Yeah. Mm. Fuck them. Okay. Maynard's in the bin. Yes. Get in the fucking bin. Get in that fucking bin. Right. Craig. Oh no, today. it's the worst bit. Oh no, man. Come it's on, the Craig. Best bit. How much have you spent on this one? This one. $7.99. No, 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 no. I've got a code for this. Got a code for this. I'm away I'm away to fall asleep here. <laughs> so this week it is the dark prophecy. Uh, I'll read you the synopsis of is this. That, one. Is, that, is that also the name of your autobiography? It might be. I'm, I quite like it. It's, it's, a work, it's a working title. Uh, the Dark Prophecy is a 2D pixel art point-and-click adventure inspired by the best, not the worst, retro games of the 90s. Welcome to a peaceful medieval village where life is safe and calm, but one fateful night, everything changes. So yeah, this I'd been actually looking at this for like a week or two because I spotted the cover art and the wee guy that you play as is fucking Harry Potter. Like, I mean, it's it's fucking Harry Potter. That's what it is. And he's a wee wizard, and it's Harry Potter. And I thought, that looks quite interesting. Um, So I was actually hoping that it was going to be like a, maybe like a three to four hour number. Like, point and click games, I think, they, you don't want them to be too long. Like, they can outstay their welcome. But I didn't want it also to be too short. But as it turns out, it is quite on the short side. It's only, I mean, you're talking maybe 90 minutes to complete, I would say. Um, and that's obviously like if you try and work out everything yourself, like if you were to go and check a guide, like you could do it in 20, 30 minutes if you wanted to. It's it's fun though. Like it's good. If you like point and click games, it's got, it's got all the regular tropes, like you're collecting items that then you have to use in obscure ways to advance the story. The story's a little bit thin in the ground, but it's not bad. It's it's, it's not bad. Like, I enjoyed it. It was... I think I thought it was going to be a little bit more in-depth than it was, but at the same point, I liked the, I liked the graphics, I liked the pixel art. Um, a wee bit light on animation, like... I don't know, like, you get... Obviously, 
in pixel art you can be limited as it is but i don't know i felt there was not a, that many sort of transition animations and stuff like that but it's still good it's still good like it's come out at a good price it's 7.99 um <laughs> if you get it on playstation you get two stacks playstation 4 and 5 incredible value uh, it's also available PC, Xbox, and Switch. I don't know. I mean, you're wanting the trophies, though, or the achievements. Mm-hmm. So, fuck the Switch. I mean, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. I liked the nods to Harry Potter. I liked... I, I liked the sort of... Fa- I, I'm not massive on fantasy, but I liked the fantasy setting, and they poked enough sort of fun. There's like a troll under the bridge and stuff like that, and he's wanting to play a game, and... Yeah, it was it was short but sweet, and I, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it, um, especially like I mean, it is aimed at trophy and achievement hunters as well. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd I'd recommend it. If you are one of them, then Craig recommends. Yep, and again, obviously, two for the price of one on PlayStation. Bargain. Mm. Okay, it is time. Time for movie section. Oh yes. So Barb Wire, Pamela Anderson. Yes. yes. So picture the scene. It's early 21st century. USA's in the wake of the Second Civil War. The whole country's in a constant state of emergency. What was formerly called the American Congress now rules the country. There's only one free city left, which is called Steel Harbor and is a coastal Californian industrial town which is hq for the resistance and this is the home of barbed wire who owns the hammerhead nightclub times are not good so she's got a second job as a bounty hunter obviously yep and to be fair though you probably wouldn't want her after you um she's badass Uh um she kind of never seems to take sides with anyone though and I guess that, she's numb to it. Yeah, but that's what you do to survive in the crime-ridden streets of Steel Harbor, evidently. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one evening her former love Axel Hood appears at the club asking for a favor to help him and his lover Cora Dee flee the country to Canada. Barb finds herself to be key, you know, a key player on a high political stage, and now she's got to pick a side. And yeah. Yeah, so obviously you were you were subbed on in the eighty ninth minute here, Donny. Um, so you wouldn't have watched this film in preparation for this podcast. But have you ever seen the film? I have indeed, yes. And and, and Steel Harbor being the name of the town is also the name I gave myself when I watched this film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I watched this on uh, Sky Box Office back in the day. I was like maybe eleven or twelve, and like my mum does the Sky Box. It was open, so you could I could just put the pin in and it charged. And yeah, I got barbed wire. It didn't go down well. I have to say, when I was like twelve years old, I did <laughs> not go down well. I got my fucking ass kicked for that one, but I couldn't help it. You know, yeah. twelve years old, you're only going to do one thing, aren't you? You know, so yeah. um, it's it's so shit, right? That it's just shit. It's not even good shit. You know, it's not. It's oh, not. I, co- be, I beg to differ. You know, you know, it's not. It's not Conair, which is shit. But Conair's great. It's Fuck not. Indep- off. Conair's a brilliant film. It's it's a shit film that's good. It's like independent Independence Day is a shit film, but it's very good. I will fucking good- throw down right it's now. A, it's a good shit. They're good shit film. This is just a shit film. Fuck okay. Hell. I I would say don't be wrong. This film's not good. But I, I just, I just it, said that it provides so many. Humorous. Hard-ons. Oh, sorry. So many humorous moments. Like, I just... 
honest to God. Like, so we started it up. We watched it Friday night, started it up, and... I didn't realise I was watching, like, a... Softcore porn. Soft porn. Yeah, nice. Recently. I didn't yeah. realise that's what I'd signed up to. Aye. So, film starts, and she is dancing in a club. Mm-hmm. And the way it's sort of shot, like, the two of us were like, is her tits out or are they not? Because she, the way she's got her top, Mm-hmm. Like it's quite pointy, so it's hard. It was hard to tell, but she did have them out, and so <laughs> obviously, I this scene just went on and on and on and on to the point where I was like, in my head, I was like, right, as soon as she stops dancing, I'm going to pause it to see how long this went on for. Five minutes and two seconds, and I take it, I take, hell. And, I, and I take it you couldn't stand up at that point, no. We'll get to that after. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like I, I remember at the time, like I might, I might be looking back on this wrong, but I seem to remember at the time this film almost being false advertising because it was sort of, the whole film was sort of built around she was going to be like naked, like the whole oh, film, the but through, there's, yes. there's actually not that much nudity in it. Yes, like, the there is that bit at the beginning. And then there is a wee bit during, but not really. I mean, don't be wrong, she's wearing fucking revealing outfits, but but yeah, it was almost like a sort of a little bit of a bait and switch. Yeah, there, there was unnecessary shots, though. Oh, God, I, like, yeah. you know, she's like walking by and she just like putting her robe on and Aye. she needs to do that in such a way where the side of her body is revealed. Aye, she like I mean? weeks it at the last minute. Uh-huh, there's no need for that, you know. She- <laughs> Just mean it. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I've got down here. Like I, I always remember the. Have you ever seen the Piranha three D films, Donny? No, no. Right. So I can't remember if it was the first film or the second one, but for some, I can't even remember why. Me and you were in, probably for a laugh. Aye, we were in we were in Glasgow, and we were. I think we we're going to go to the cinema before we went back down the road, and we went into a cinema, and there was fuck all on. And we're like, fuck it, Piranha, whatever it was. I'm sure it was the first one, Piranha 3D. We're like, ah, that'll be fucking, that'll be all right. But in there, just wanted a laugh. And it was like us and two other, either couples or individual people in the cinema, that was it. And it got to a scene where it was, what's her name? Kelly Brooke and this other girl. And they swim together under the water, bollock naked. And the scene goes on for ever right and it's just the two of them as if they're mermaids swimming underwater totally naked like doing a sort of performance I mean, there's an impending shark i think that you know or piranha shark. aye but it's um, like a it's like a performance they're putting on yeah. but it went on for so long that the small amount of people in the cinema were just looking at each other been like right this this really this scene should it's have ended aye this scene should have ended like <laughs> fucking two minutes ago and it's just kept going <laughs> So that's what the beginning felt like, but there was, I there was one of the things I've got down here is, and this this is a thing that happened in so many films back in the eighties and the nineties, right? So obviously, this was released in nineteen ninety six. The actual time the film is set is two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. so it's technically in the past, <clears throat> right? There so, is one reference to two thousand nineteen. I don't know if that was a mistake, but oh, was there? Yeah. Right, well, the film, it's meant to be set in 2017. Uh, maybe they forgot that halfway through. It would not surprise me. But I always find it interesting watching what they think technology is going to be. Yes. So there's a bit where Pamela Anderson pretends to be a hooker 
because she needs to get into a guy's apartment. And so he takes her back to the apartment and how he gets into the apartment block is through a retinal scanner. And so, obviously, we all have retinal scanners on our phones these days. Like, it's quite commonplace. But, I mean, like, when you unlock your phone with your retinal scan, like, it happens automatically. It's instantaneous mm-hmm. because it has to be. Otherwise, it would be annoying as fuck. Yeah. But in, in this film, and it just made me think back to all the sort of futuristic films of that time. Like, so he puts his eyes at the scanner and all of a sudden this fucking animation starts playing where like two eyes come from each side of the of the display and they come together, meet in the middle, and then they hit it comes up saying like match and then it mm-hmm. says his name and his fucking date of birth or whatever, and then it has another wee animation and then the door opens. And I'm like, this always happened. Like they always made a song and dance about what the future tech was doing mm-hmm. in films, whereas like in in theory as we've seen it play out like it's just instant and it has to be instant can you imagine if on your phone that animation played every time to unlock your phone oh yeah, yeah. you'd be like oh my fucking god why is this still going I'm, on? I'm going back to four digit pin thank you exactly yeah but mm. it was like so many of these films from back in the day they had to show their work yeah which I, I just found really interesting you've also got so there's the the bar that she owns Debo from Friday uh, Tiny Lister, he's the the bouncer so one time near the beginning of the film when she comes in, she talks to him on the door and you're like, oh Debo's in it, he's quite a fucking big actor at the time mm-hmm. he's never seen from again <laughs> like he is the main fucking bouncer on the door that <laughs> pub gets fucking raided and beat to shit about five times, you mm-hmm. never see the guy again it was like they paid him for one appearance and then he fucked off. Yeah. Never to be seen from again. What yeah. the fuck's oh, yeah. that about? I had a look in the trivia. I never seen anything about that, but yeah. It just, it was only like, I actually stuck it on again last night when I was doing the podcast notes and watched a little bit of it like for a second time. And it was only then that I was like, he does, he's only in this one scene. Mm-hmm. So weird. Um, there's a bit near the beginning as well where they're they're trying to. So the story is that they're trying to, uh, the sort of what are they called the bad guys the the I'm not sure whatever they're called. They are trying to extract information out of this girl to find out where this doctor that they're trying to find has gone, and they find out she's went to fucking the harbor, and so they're they're using electric shock like electric waves to try and basically get her to speak but what they've done is they've laid her on a table she's naked right and it's an electric shock bikini yeah. they have put on her it's like, it was like cones it was like madonna cones on her tits on her but tits. then actual yeah. pants yeah that was electrified yeah she had something on her head i think as well yeah, yeah. So instead instead of just electrocuting her they had an electric shock bikini on this girl <laughs> I can tell you right now it served absolutely no purpose whatsoever, but it was um it was funny. I'll give you that. And the bad the sort of main bad guy as well, like it was interesting because this would have been shortly after Street Fighter, he looks exactly like M. Bison. Hmm. Like they've completely designed the yeah, character yeah. after M. Bison from right. Street Fighter. He's like the double of him. Uh, like the films get like Mad Max vibes as well. Like they clearly yes. took a lot of inspiration from that. Like, 
And it was interesting. It was one thing you said, Jess, where, like, don't be wrong, as we said, Donnie, shit film. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a shit film. But I, I did find it an entertaining shit film. But, like, you sort of pointed out, see Pamela Anderson's acting? It's not that bad. Oh, like, no. she's she's You're honestly, she's, don't you know, she's not a great actress by any means. But I, I remember her being, like, laugh out loud bad. But she wasn't laugh out loud bad. She played the role yeah, okay. She, I think she held her own. And, oh, yeah, no. Like, she, honestly, she, she, she was nominated for the Golden Raspberry for that film for Worst Actress. Cut the shit. Where's my money? Honey, pay this woman. I'm afraid there's been a slight problem. I could only come up with half the money. Half the money? Fine. I'll take half your daughter. Wait. I'm sure we can negotiate something. But I think, I mean, don't be wrong, I think part of that's because of the dialogue and stuff like that she was given. Like, I mean, don't be wrong, like, the act, the the act, the character itself is a fucking caricature and it's bad. <laughs> but, like, she, I don't know, she, she wasn't, like, I was expecting her not to be able to keep a straight face and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I think I expected worse from her. Hmm. Which maybe that's just me, but I don't think I don't know. She just she wasn't as bad as I was expecting. There was people in it that were worse. Please don't kill me. That was nice kicking. You really know your stuff, babe. What did you call me? Don't call me babe. I th- I I I think you're uh, I, I think you're thinking with your schlong rather than with your brain here. To be honest well, with you, well, see to go on to that. I would, right, go on then. Like, Keep your story. No, I don't have a story. I was just I, I was I was saying this to Jess, right? Like, see, I find it interesting. Like, far be it from me or any of us to comment on women's looks or men's looks or anything in a serious capacity. But like, I find it really interesting that like I remember back to like maybe in the 90s or something like that, and, like, people would say, oh, somebody's classically beautiful, and they'd be thinking of somebody from, like, that was, like, somebody that was seen as, like, really hot back in the 70s or something like that, and how times change. But, like, you look back to the 90s, right, and, like, at the time when this film came out, she was seen as, like, the hottest woman in the world, yeah, right? Yeah. There's probably not a guy alive that would not fucking cut his right arm off to have a shot of her. Myself, <laughs> at 11 years old included, by the way, right? <laughs> But see, looking back at that now, like, I don't know, I'm watching that film and I'm like, I do not fucking find her attractive. See, see if you see if you go and find uh, photos of her when, when she started out on Home Improvement. Oh, I, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. ah, yeah, before she started filling her face with plastic, she was yeah. stunning. Yeah. And like her, her early, very early Playboy shoots were, like, Aye, she was stunning. We, we looked at that as well. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> twice. <laughs> But that's the thing, like, I mean, you're totally right, like, she was, she did sort of, I don't know, succumb to fame and perhaps deteriorate over time, but, like, at the time when this film came out, she was seen as the hottest woman in the yep. world based on how she looked in barbed wire, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know, I'm, I was just looking at it, like, I'm, and I'm like... I'm I just, think it's just the fashion changes and yeah. what, what is... I don't know, like looks changed and stuff like that as well. Like the way you do your makeup as a female now, like what was seen as good back then is not good now and stuff. So it's maybe just a bit of that. No, I think it totally is, but it just, it, I, 
again, nothing against Pamela Anderson, but like it just it it's this it was this film in particular that struck me. Like if you were to take Pamela Anderson from nineteen ninety six and put her into twenty twenty two, like she doesn't she wouldn't appear in a, a top one hundred list. But in nineteen ninety six, she was seen by the majority of the male population as the hottest woman in the world. To be fair, I, I'm having a little look just now, and it, it's working for me. So you know, <laughs> we're gonna, I, I think I think we're about to lose Donnie. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I just found that quite interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, there's another scene that's just it's so on the nose. I saw a Squinny, uh, Squinny posting in Discord earlier, but uh, there's a scene where they go to the scrapyard because she needs to make a deal, and the sort of leader of the scrapyard is this fucking fat bastard who has to get brought over to speak to her in a, a like a JCB pickup. Like he's in the fucking car, uh, and he has, yeah, and he has to get brought over, and his name's Big Fatso, <laughs> and he's munching on a, he's munching on a fucking chicken leg while he's speaking to her. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my so god! Funny. Oh my god! Uh, I it was. Um, what streaming was a, service did you watch this on? Oh, I got it delivered. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I got it. Got it delivered. There's a story. I've got a story. Of, I've got a quick oh. story about that as well. Uh, I'm going to bury Andy since he's not here. But uh, Andy texts me on I think it was Thursday night or something like that because when he'd left last week, he said, "I think I'm going to go home and watch it tonight." And I was like, "I fucking bet you." Are. <laughs> uh, so on Thursday, I text him. I was like, "By the way, did you watch Barbwire?" And so what he usually does is he gets them delivered to his computer and then he streams it from the computer to his TV. And so he messaged me saying, I didn't get to watch it. Uh, I downloaded, I sorry, I got delivered <laughs> too good. The, the version that got delivered was too good quality and it wasn't able to stream without any without interruptions. And I'm like, right, you've never mentioned ever that been a problem before, but as soon as we're watching barbed wire, all of a sudden you've procured too good quality a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was ready to fucking lynch him tonight for that. Absolutely <laughs> lynch him. So I'm going to have to do it in his absence. Because <laughs> he's, obvious, he's obviously been like, more quality. Mm-hmm. More quality. He's more clearly quality. downloaded some yeah. sort of 4K fucking... Yeah. And you say the boobs in 4K for sure, you know? Aye, and then it's mm-hmm. not worked out for him. Nope. <laughs> okay, let's move to votes then, please. What are we rating Barbire in Scotch Pies, please? I would give it two silicons out of five. <laughs> two silicons out of five. Um, for the second week in a row, going for a one. One. Yes, it was oh. bad. It was. I would give it a one if if I'd watched it recently. Fucking hell! I was almost, so I almost, bad. I was almost going to go for a three. Oh, for fuck! That, that just sums up your fucking your your, your film knowledge, though. To be honest with you, mate, that's but worrying. I, I I went for a two just because it fits the silicon joke better. Mm, to be nah. quite, mm. quite honest, what uh, what did the listeners think? What what was their votes? Somehow. Somehow, and I think it's probably perhaps these people who actually haven't watched it recently and are remembering it. Uh-huh. They voted with their memory rather than memory. I yeah, so they've got wang bank. The, mm-hmm. the majority is four. Oh Good. fuck off! Four. Good. Fuck off. So, solid. Thirty-five percent. Then we've got thirty percent. Give it two. Seventeen percent. Give it one. Three. 
10% give it to me and 8% give it to me. Some of the horn balls that follow this account are not doing gaming any favours with that shit, by the way. It's honestly not that bad. It's atrocious. Would watch again. Will watch again. Would. Good use of would there. In fact, see, one of the. I didn't have time to grab the feedback on the film because we did get some through Twitter, but there was a guy that had messaged back saying uh, that he had good memories of it. And then he was like, uh, I also remember. she was in a show after it called VIP. Yeah, I remember and that. I was yeah. like, I don't fucking remember that at all. Mm-hmm. So I IMDb'd it, and it's had quite a lot of fucking well-known people in it. Eva mm-hmm. Mendes and all that's in it. Yeah. VIP, and it actually lasted about three seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure it came to Sky One. Was it any good? No. No, it was shite. Yeah, it was shite. Par, right. par for the course. I've downloaded it. So... <laughs> Next week we are going with Sharknado. Sharknado, yes. Oh yeah. So yeah, tune in for that. Watch I've it. I've I've never seen it, so I don't know if it's one shark in a tornado or multiple. It's about a thousand of them. I I, I can give you my five pies right now. Five pies, well, right now. It's a fucking brilliant film. I do love sharks, famously. Mm-hmm. We might have to watch. Might might have to watch Deep Blue Sea as well. Oh gosh. <laughs> The best shark film. My head is like a shark's fan. Let's round off this week's episode then, please, with a pick of the week. This Jack move. Because if it's if this is a JRPG that I like, then everybody's gonna fucking like it. That's that's my that's my take. That's your theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if it goes against everything that I would like this game, so if I like it, I think there's maybe Callum wouldn't like it, but other, oh, yeah. out, outside of Callum, I think everybody would enjoy this. But it is actually a really good week for games. You've got the Return of Monkey Island mm-hmm. is out this week, and it's getting great reviews. Yeah, C- uh, Serial Cleaners is out on I think it's Thursday. Not a lot of people really know about this game, but it's a really interesting sort of time based thing where you've got you are having to clean up crime scenes before the police arrive. And so even when the police are there, you're having to sort of sneak about and stealth and try and get rid of the bodies and clean up the evidence and stuff like that. Uh, it's actually a sequel, and the first game was quite highly rated, so I think this one's going to do pretty well. Um, there's also Session Skate Sim, which has been in early access on Xbox, but it's now coming to PlayStation and I suppose leaving early access on Xbox as well. And then speaking of Xbox, Deathloop comes out mm-hmm. on the day of this recording and I mean it was my game of the year last year I fucking love the game if you don't have a PlayStation and you've been on the fence about it it's now on Game Pass check it out it's fucking brilliant it's also it's also on PS Plus today as well isn't it that's right yeah if you haven't you, you I, can't so, go wrong and it is a great game yeah yeah and you're getting extra content as well um mm-hmm. I've not actually had a chance to look into it because they said there was gonna be a new gun and I was like right I don't really care about that but there's a new ability there's a new ability a new gun but there's trophies for it so it must yeah. be a new it must be a new mission or something then well they, I mean they did say that they have expanded the the uh, the ending. So right. I'm interested. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't play through the whole game again just to see perhaps uh, maybe an extra minute of footage. But I certainly will Google it to find out or like look up on YouTube to see what mm-hmm. they've added to it. Yeah. But um, it's definitely something I'll play through on Xbox again at some point. Like I yeah. love that game. Mm-hmm. How you did yeah. But I mean, it's a, that's a solid week of gaming. Fucking right, yeah. Uh, and actually, there's also a game that came out just at six o'clock. There, it's only on PC at the moment, but it's coming to consoles later in the year. And it's called The Outbound Ghost. 
And Punk's actually been going on about it a bit. It's a turn-based, almost like Paper Mario-style game. Oh, okay. That it looks really cool. The animation, the design, like it looks cool as fuck. It's something I think you'd really like, Donnie. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, it's only on Steam at the moment, but it does say it's aiming to hit the rest of the consoles on before the year's out. So nice. That's another thing. So I asked for a pick of the week, and you've given us. But that's the thing. Like Jack moves the pick of the week, but how do you not mention Deathloop? How do you not mention Return to Monkey Island? Mm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good shit out this week. Yeah, good time to be a gamer. As, Unless uh, you work for Rockstar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's for Rockstar. True. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks very much, Johnny, for stepping in this week and joining us. Pleasure as always. It's been good to have your thoughts. And yeah, if you want more, head to puredeadgaming.com. Failing that, we shall see you next week for another episode on the countdown to 100. Mm. Ten, ep- 10 episodes to go. Count up. <laughs> count down, count up. <laughs> we, never, we never noticed. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you.